If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my goodness. As everything freezes on my secondary screen, this is a good sign. That's all I'm going to say. How are you guys doing? Pretty hello. Hello. Well, I, mean, I should I should probably I I like it's weird. I just started the stream and then I went into like stream mode and not pack podcaster mode because I rarely actually see my face. While Wait, should, Makira, shouldn't you be going into stream mode and not podcaster mode? Well, no, that's not my point. My my point is um, that I feel like uh, essentially my mind went into oh it's a stream so i have like five hours to like figure out how to talk uh and that's not the case right now um no hello everyone welcome i uh, hope you're doing well i should probably post this in the discourse to I was invite people say, in. We haven't uh, wabs do you want to get on that oh, that'd be great um actually do you have i don't even know if you have access to age of empires maybe boxer saying can get the age of empires podcast uh matt you can tell me to put the stream on uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh Chaos Maker, uh, hello, welcome. Already a patron coming in. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, this is the anniversary stream. Um, it is exactly the budget that you expect from us uh, when it comes to the visual quality. Um, it's not zero, but it is something. Uh, I hope all of you are doing well. I'm joined. Maybe I should introduce everyone like I was literally saying before. So let me start um, by, I don't know, Broxer, Bro Oxer Saint. Bro because you're bro i don't know uh boxer saints here from the age of empires podcast welcome oh my goodness you are muted for me so you have you have successfully no i fixed it i fixed it okay 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 (laughs) i'm glad i'm glad glad to be here i made some time for you you know um i got i'm busy destroying people in tournaments but uh (laughs) definitely wanted to be here for this you know what's even better about your getup? Like you're also an Age of Empires streamer. You know, like you're not even like playing Call of Duty. You know, you're not playing like yeah. 2K. I really, <laughs> Just, I really think the Age community is missing a little bit of toxicity. You know, There's too many, <laughs> that's, that's too great. much politeness, too much GG. Like we need a little more. You know, too easy into the game. Time, so. time to start up the Age of Empires uh, pro uh, pro gamer uh, esports scene. 
Yes, yes. We need the we need the real pro gamers. None of these fake nerds, okay? We need the bros, okay? That's that's what we need apparently. <laughs> Who is the um, StarCraft guy? Idra? Was that the guy? Idra, you you want Idra? You want Idra? Actually, I need, I need speaking a, of which, some Idra energy in the Age of Empires. Speaking of which, I, I brought the shirt. So if you are playing our game, <clears throat> this here's your first StarCraft reference. Uh Actually, I wonder if Matt gets that reference. You get that reference, Matt? Mm-hmm. Have I have I made that reference before? I think uh, I made it with Boxer Saint. I don't know if I've made. I, it with I Matt. can't see your whole shirt, so. Okay, it says. Well, it's it's a Starcraft shirt. Oh, okay. Um, but, but the joke is that like rule one in the drinking game is if I mention Starcraft. Um, so somebody's <laughs> like you know at least half a beer in right now if uh, if they're playing along. Um, so yeah, we're joined by Boxer Saint. The drinking game is also part of the drinking game. Yes, yes, yes. You also lose the game. Thank you, everyone. Uh, I'll see myself out. Um, 90s references. And that's been our uh, anniversary. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. Amazing, amazing. Um, Yeah, so Boxer Saint's with us uh, on our monthly Age of Empires show. Boxer Saint, I'm going to leave it to you. Do you want to announce the thing that we've talked about very recently uh, on this show? I can can announce it. That would be great. Okay. Um, Okay, there you go. So, because of just popular demand of wanting to hear more of me um, and less of Lazaro, uh, I, d- I didn't want this. Lazaro was bowing to the people, and so we give the people what they want in ASAP Weekly. And you want you wanted more boxers, so here I am. Uh, I'm going to do a single solo show a month. Uh, I'll also allow Lazaro to come on once a month with me to co-host, because <laughs> um, just for continuity and what he's done for the community and for the show, you have to. Uh, so that's, that's the agreement we worked out. We're doing it for the people. We'll give it a shot this year, see how it goes. We'll bring in some more of the competitive spirit. I might do some uh, some streamer reviews, some guys that I, I think you guys might be able to learn from. And uh, yeah, I'm very excited to shed some dead weight and get this thing moving. <laughs> You know what's even better is that, like, I swear I've never seen Boxer Saint do his bit here. Like, I've never seen your yeah, gimmick. Sure. Oh. I love everything about it. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're going to try to get um, a two, two, two times a month uh, Age of Empires going. Um, but as Boxer Saint said, you know, they've had enough of me. Uh, so they're, I will only be on once a month. Uh, and there you go. So I will, I will stick to my schedule. Okay. I actually asked Boxer Saint if I could be on every week, and he's like, "No, we need we need regular content. All right, we don't need you." Um, so, so there you go. Quality uh, so over we, quantity is what we're going for. Wow. Yes. Less love zero. Chaos Maker. Wow. Wow. I'm gonna fan. hit. I'm a gonna hit fan. from the the stream chat as well. Amazing. Uh, okay. So there you go. There's Boxer Saint. There's your introduction. So what I think is even more hilarious to me is that somebody who has never listened to our age of empire show right because this is going out on all the feeds so with someone who's either listened to the pokemon show or the rocket league show this is their first impression so like this is what they <laughs> think boxer saying is like so i i, I enjoy that uh in instant song. instant ratings go up instant views instant <laughs> immediately. um yes yes all right uh we're also joined uh by matt so how's it going matt hey uh yeah i'm matt i'm on the uh semi-monthly whenever we get around <laughs> to it pokemon podcast <laughs> yes yes matt matt is the uh, the fun bringer of the podcast and actually that would be a great sword um but um the fun bringer, or maybe like a novel title um but what i would <laughs> want to say fun bringer. the fun bringer it'd be like a mighty sword and fantasy novel um but what i did want to say is that um yes yes the pokemon podcast to me feels like it feels like 
what's great about it is I never know when it's going to show up, but then I just kind of remember once a month and I'm like, yeah, it's, it's time. It's time. It's time. Uh, to get it. Um, and we're like at the, the very tail end, right? We, uh, I think we have two more shows kind of planned out, right? Um, at this point, we want to do a review show for 2022 and we want to do a full recap of the new Pokemon game. But after that, you know, we're going to have to sit down. We're going to have to talk the talk. We're going to have to figure out what we'll actually be doing in the future. Uh, but Matt's been great. Um, and uh, welcome, Matt. Uh, on the last, um, and like I said, on a recent show, certainly the least, uh, mm-hmm. Wabs is here. How's it going, Wabs? Yeah, it's me. I'm doing pretty well. How are you guys doing? Let me, let me know everything. Uh, <laughs> let me know everything about you. Well, you want you want everyone to know everything about them, like right now? I yes. mean, this is, this is fun, Your too. Your deepest, darkest secrets. I want all of the information. Just spew it. Boxer Saint Matt, any takers? A or B, because uh-huh. my mom is O negative and my dad is AB positive. So <laughs> well, I think you're going from the guess route because of science instead of being like, I know my blood type. No, you're just guessing. <laughs> well, it's either one or the other. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Boxer Saint, any- universal, universal donor, universal donor. Whoa. Just to give her, just really. Not everyone's asking. Are you doing two episodes a, a month? <laughs> I mean, if you, you know, if you, with all that Gatorade, you know, like, I, I guess, I guess that's what happens to your blood. Um, o, neg- o negative, G positive. <laughs> yeah, back when I was a kid, I used to wonder, like, why is it that my mom is always the one who gives blood? My dad never does. And then I learned what blood types are and I realized, oh, nobody wants his blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, you know, Nick Tackler in the chat was saying, thought this was a series finale. No, Nick Tackler, this is actually uh, the season premiere uh, for 2023. Um, season finale uh, is next year. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not announcing that the show's done, but the se- the se- the se- he said series. I'm going to say season, all right? Okay. Because we're going to leave it on a cliffhanger and then we'll see if we're renewed, okay? On the fifth year <laughs> anniversary. But um, there's a whole bit going, okay, there's this guy in the... So I need to give some reference. This guy named Sunless Con the Rocket League community. Every podcast he's been on has afterwards stopped. All right. Uh, so the joke is that I'm going to try to get this super famous YouTuber on every single week for the next year. Uh, and we'll see if he shows up in the last day. But he also sounds like Seth Rogen. So I might just pretend to be Seth Rogen for the last episode. Um, <laughs> with that in mind, uh, what I want to actually start the podcast is this is an anniversary show. And I like kind of talking about um, what we remember. The first thing that we'll do is we'll kind of go through each of us and remember what our first kind of um, podcast like, what do you remember about the first time you were on the podcast or, or kind of me? Whatever the story was, right? Whatever reason that you started with this podcast, what, what that story was. Um, uh, thank you, by the way, Roos Alex, for the congrats on the four years. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, everyone. Um, four years? Yeah, yeah. We're at four years. Yeah, yeah. Time flies. Uh, so we'll start with Boxer Saint. Uh, do you remember, one, how you got onto Age of Empires podcast? And also, two, like, like what your first impression of either me or the pot, like the general community, the, the ASAP weekly network, quote unquote, corporate speak. What, what, yeah. what were your first thoughts? Boxer saying? It was very corporate. Um, I'd, I listened to the show and I noticed there was a rotating group of co-hosts. So I didn't, I didn't know how that worked, but I, was, I reached out to Lazaro. I was like, Hey dude, I could, I could jump in. I've done some podcasting in the past. Uh, I've obviously got a, uh, voice for radio and a face for video so whatever you want to do <laughs> so i reached out i didn't know it was just lazaro running 15 different podcasts I thought it was just 
Because <laughs> you can't find anything. It says ASAP Weekly Network, and then you you know you find the website, and there's like 15 podcasts. Like, okay, well, this is, <laughs> like probably won't hear back. And then he's like, yeah, thanks, dude. I'd love to get you on because like this is hard to run all these shows by myself. I was like, what? This guy's like the Joe Rogan of gaming podcasts, just <laughs> interviewing anybody and everybody about everything. Anybody so, that is willing to be interviewed. <laughs> yeah. So I thought the bar was really high, but the bar was really low. I just kind of. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. Right in my in. defense, the first time the boxers was on the show, was that the jujitsu one where we talked about jujitsu? That jiu-jitsu was the jujitsu one. All yeah. right. I ended that show. I'm like, he was great. Yeah. This works. <laughs> that was literally it. It was like after that, I'm like, let's make it a regular thing. So and you were cool. right. He, he was great. He was amazing. Uh, I'm pretty good. So. <laughs> That was that was my first. I thought it, it, and it really is a professional. You know, Zero does a pretty good job of keeping these things going. I don't even listen to the other other podcasts, but just to hear that you run these these also monthly. That's in, that's insane. I ran a Warhammer podcast like once a month, and that was that was I struggled to get that out with a buddy. Uh, so yeah, it's pretty good, pretty good deal you got going on here. And for four years, that's that's a lot of longevity too. Yeah, yeah, we're we are still here somehow, despite. And actually, since this is an anniversary show and I do like bringing it back to the original version of the podcast, uh, despite the haters and the artifacts <laughs> Reddit community, <laughs> what, what was oh, the greatest line, the greatest line I ever heard? Like we actually got like a lot of negative feedback <laughs> in that time, but it mostly had to do with that specific game. And the feedback the was... Uh, cost sunken what was it cost sunken fallacy is that is that sunken the, cost. Sunk, yeah, sunk sunk cost. cost sunk cost fallacy because i was like continuing the artifact podcast and even <laughs> though like more people were listening to our show the like the amount of people the playing game. the game was like falling down like a rabbit hole like crazy um you should yeah, have kept the, going then you could have been the more popular artifact than artifact i think well, we were at some point weren't we 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 had more listeners listening to our artifact show than people playing the game a hundred percent that's uh, impressive. At one point. Yeah. <laughs> <It's a big laughs> deal. It was 10, but I'm going to, I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's there you go. more than how many people were playing Artifact at the time. So, <laughs> yes, yes. For anyone who doesn't know, the Artifact was a, like, if you know Hearthstone or Magic, it was like that for Dota, right? It was like <laughs> the Dota's version of the card game. So that was, that was the original. So the ASAP, and I probably say this on every anniversary show. Was originally, I mean, I was going to laugh at this, but uh, it was Artifact Super Awesome Podcast. That that yeah. was the force. I just wanted to say something that was like a word, you know, like I wanted the let- first letters to actually spell out a word. And then I just forced that in. So that's actually the uh, the reasoning. And then weekly became a thing. I don't know, because there's a lot of SEO on ASAP like by itself. Yeah. So I'm like, I need to differentiate it. It can't just be straight ASAP. So there you go. And then I just thought that was scheduling. I thought that was, was your scheduling style. It was a scheduling it was, thing. It, you'll just DM hope. me. You'll DM me. Be like, can we do a podcast tomorrow? And I'm like, he's taking ASAP. We're serious. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Actually, to this point, this is why there's a calendar now. It's because people are like, okay, let me know ahead of time when the show is. Let, let's stop doing this like ASAP as soon as it happens. Um, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna go through the, some of the chat comments here uh, as we're continuing, on, and then I'll get to Matt here. Um, Awesome says, I can't believe I joined the community right at the end of Fruit Wars. Uh, it feels yeah. like just yesterday. Yeah, Fruit Wars was a great joke where all of a sudden we were just making memes about which fruit was the best. So I very much remember that. Um, and then other people, like a year later, re like it kind of resurrected somehow in the Rocket League community. I'm like, now nah, we've already done this, okay? We were, <laughs> we're the hipsters. We've done this before. It was cool. Um, uh, 
Yeah. Oh, oh yes. Wow. We're getting the greatest of all things, uh, copy past a promotion from a bot. That's great. Um, yeah, I think that's really it. Nick Tackler saying, trying to explain artifact. Yeah. I don't think I could explain artifact even to you, Nick Tackler as, as big as your brain is. Um, you you (laughs) played cards and defeated your opponent. Yes. Yes. And they did really cool things. I still think it was a fun game. Uh, but I'll, I'll digress. I, 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 we don't need to talk about artifact anymore. It's, it's, it's part of it, our hidden past. It's an artifact <laughs> at this point. It is. It is. <laughs> uh, there's Matt with his, uh, his great jokes. Um, Matt joined me for the Pokemon podcast. When did, when did it like the Pokemon podcast really start? I wonder if you remember, but I can look it up, but it was I, like I don't know if- not long after the release of uh, uh, sword and shield. And because, Sword and Shield, like three years ago, two years ago. Yeah, because like that's mm-hmm. that was that was the crucible that like triggered us to uh, uh, start the podcast because we were just talking about Pokemon and like that game did real trauma to me. So <laughs> <laughs> that was our first episode was me complaining about Sword and Shield. <laughs> What was hilarious to me is that by the time, because we did a revisit. So that was the very first episode we did. Well, we did like an intro episode, but then we did that as like our first kind of main thing, like the premise of the show just being reviewed, the old, reviewing the old Pokemon games. But when we revisited, I actually had much better opinion of it just because of the expansions and Matt refused to get them. And I'm like, I agree. If you didn't like the full game, why would you ever get the expansions? Right. Um, <laughs> Like, the expansions as a standalone $20 game would have been great, you know? <laughs> if, if I didn't have the rest of the game, just these mini stories, uh, that would have been great. Um, but yeah, no, that, that kind of started. There was, I mean, I, I'm just, like, trying to think as to, like, w- when I reached out. I mean, there's part of me, Wabs makes this joke, right? But, like, some part of me doing these podcasts is literally, like, oh, because I do these, I keep up, you know, with friends and able, like, we actually have a talk and we talk about the stuff that we're both interested in. Um, because it, it's, like, it's funny to say, like, oh, I, like, here, here's the schedule for, like, when I'm going to talk to you. But I think there's part of that that, uh, that in there as well uh, is that you get to keep up. And I think that's part partly why uh, I invited Matt on. And I think uh, I think it's been going great ever since. Yeah. I mean, I had no idea you were running all these different podcasts. You were just like, hey, did you want to start a podcast talking about Pokemon? I'm like, ah, sure. I have no idea how to do that. And you're like, don't worry. I do. (laughs) 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 Wow. It's actually funny that you, like, mentioned that. Because, like, I think at this point, like, starting a podcast is far easier than we started. I think when Wabs and I started, um, the... Well, the barrier of entry was a lot higher, right? Like all the podcasting companies, like you had to pay a certain amount just to like for them to host your podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And now you have a couple of these companies that um, essentially for free, you can just start uploading and then it literally does all of the um, like reaching out to diff- other companies really easily, right? Like Anchor especially, right? The Spotify one. It's like you can get it on Spotify, Apple and, and all the like Amazon music, whatever it is. They all do it. The, all the All the... Literally, the website you use does it for you now, right? But when we started, um, that wasn't the case. Um, so, yeah, it, we we started with uh, with a different company, and then it was like, I think when another like startup approached me, it's like, hey, do you want to host it for us, and we'll let you do it for free? I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they were great because I worked with them ever since the Red Circle, right? But um, it, it's one of those things that I, yeah, I think it, I think it's interesting that the space right now is like, you know. 
there's so many podcasts like there's some sense of like being oversaturated or undersaturated but like if you have an interest there's probably a podcast for it and if there isn't a podcast for it and you know how to talk uh you can probably make a podcast for it and have it be somewhat successful so i really like that um oh we're getting our first question in chat so this will start us off here um chaos maker between Roma's corner and all the podcasts how do you have any time la zero how do i do it um i think it'll be good if all the guests uh pull out a theory first uh and then i'll then i'll i guess explain and we'll start with wabs since he's been you know part of this thing since the beginning go ahead wabs <laughs> a theory for how romance corner and all the podcasts can happen i like, like how romance corner is included as a separate like <laughs> it is its own entity. podcast we'll talk about that in a second but yes continue <laughs> I think that you uh, are just able to slow down time or freeze time at some point, And then you just are doing school or whatever else for, you know, you do your, your job because you have a job. And then, um, and then at some point you just freeze time and you do all three, or maybe you reverse time for a bit. You do all three podcasts or all four or all five or however many you're doing at this point um, at the same time. And that's my guess. You're doing okay. all of them at once. And then romance corner is happening on the side when we also do it at the same time because it's no podcast. Yeah, uh, so I'm in Prisoner of Azk- Azkaban vibes yeah, is what, yeah. what I'm hearing from you. Okay, yeah. uh, Matt, what's your theory? Uh, my theory is that uh, if you treat 15 different podcasts as a social life, then that gives you a lot of free time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, I mean, um, you just admitted to like, well, oh, I can use it to keep track of friends. It's like, well... If you just substitute ever actually going to see friends with talking to them on podcasts once a month. <sighs> That's all you need to do. You're right? not wrong, but I don't <laughs> think you're right either. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, no, that's great. That's hilarious. Uh, Boxer saying, what do you got? So first of all, okay, I'm a father of two. I'm going to assume you have no kids. Yes, yes, obviously. Okay, yes. so that helps a lot. That's a force multiplier right there. That gives you a lot of free time. <laughs> Also, a lot of free money that I don't have personally. And then the second one, I'm going to go with Matt a little bit, where uh, uh, I don't know that you really play Age of Empires. I feel like that's the Ooh. dirty secret of the podcast. I don't oh, see I think, you play Age. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, this is, this so, is, ooh, this, this will be good. I like where this topic is going. You finish your, finish your thought, but then we can, this, I think so that, that's, we this, got a topic for this. This is your age engagement, is you talk about the game more than you play it. Um, yes. Which yes I, I respect yes. it. I respect the game. No, I, I, I'll i be honest. I think this is probably the big thing. with Because well, right now we have three podcasts, right? Like, let's be honest. This is the three. This is the three. Uh, there are times I was trying to do, like, a Hearthstone or Terra type stuff. And there's just too many going at once. So I was trying to do, like, four shows a week. It was, it was ridiculous. Um, and I think on top of it, like, what I am doing is, like, going to the future. Like, we're looking at uh, with the calendar, right, where I'll be on slightly less shows. Instead of seven shows a month, I'll be on five shows a month. Um, but... The, the point the point that i'm trying to make is uh i think the one big thing for me is just especially like with the esports side of things for rock league and age of empires um just keeping up with that in itself is a lot right um uh, and so i find like for instance if i play like an hour like two hours three hours of rock league that probably could have been time spent watching rock league and then using it for the review to actually use on the show right so uh th- those are like decisions in age age of empires um it's definitely be I would say I'd probably play Age of Empires like once a month and it's usually with friends. And I think I've spoken about that on the show. I, I'll play the campaign from time to time if I get interested in like the campaign, especially the AOE4 campaign, the newer one. Um, but for me, it's very much like 
with friends i'll, I'll play aoe aoe uh pokemon is uh, dependent on where we are in the cycle of when the new pokemon game is released in which case i'll play a lot of pokemon just after it's released for the next two weeks and then and then there's probably like very little pokemon until the next game releases that's that's kind of how it went although i will say for the course of our podcast like we started with sword and shield expansions right um we had the uh pokemon diamond remake we had the Arceus, right? And we have now, we have Scarlet Violet. So it's the, with Pokemon, it's like, it's like a, I, I mean, quarterly, it's like a, I guess, twice a year thing where. I, yeah, where I you know, on. every six months, there's a new Pokemon content thing that needs to be gone through. And how far I get depends on how good of a product it is. Yes, yes. <laughs> and we, we've purposefully not been telling each other if we finished the game or not. So that'll, that'll be a surprise. <laughs> once we once we get to it um but if for anyone who is listening i will say my uh my quote-unquote um how should i put this my quote-unquote uh foreshadowing is that my review now is much more positive than my first review that's all i'll say okay there you go um but yeah there you go so so it's i think i think that's one of those things it's like if I were to dedicate the time I probably needed in each of the individual games. I don't think I could do all the podcasts. I think that's just the reality I'm at now to Boxer Saints point, right? Um, I think what I like to do and probably I, I am planning and hoping to do more of, especially for the major tournaments, is to, and I, I think I've experienced this both in Rocket League and, and in Age of Empires, is to have like those like specific big game recaps. I think those are really good. And then that just requires me to write notes and then like have the whole recap and then you can actually talk about the strategy and stuff so um that's probably i think the the level of commitment i would like more for myself like for for the future uh podcast but it's one of those things it's like am i gonna be playing every game every week no like that's just the reality right but um, managing managing and organizing and coordinating like that's a skill set like it's not i wouldn't i don't knock it i that i wouldn't be on a podcast if you weren't managing coordinating it because it's too much, too much for me to worry with with my life right now. So, like, it's a good, it's a time. good partnership. <laughs> partnership. It's a good yeah, partnership yeah. on this side. You you do the stuff that I'm not interested in, and then I do the stuff that you, not that you're not interested. You don't have the time for, which is keeping yeah. up with the game, staying embedded in the community, in the communities, yeah. like tournaments and stuff. So, yeah, I think and it's a good, th- it's a good. Yeah, and and that's why I think especially. It's probably a lot harder, I would say, even like honestly on the Rocket League show, right? That's a weekly show. Um, mm-hmm. Because in Age of Empires, I've had a full month. So there'll be a chance that I've watched some of the tournaments. There'll be a chance that I've played the game a little bit. Or at the very least, there'll be a big update that I can talk about. And I can I can talk RTS eyes closed to death. You know, general general stuff, right? And how, how changes impact stuff. Uh, Pokemon is by far the easiest breeze for me and Matt. Because... I think like the people listening, I don't think the people listening are like, let me go play Pokemon Yellow and then listen to someone talk about Pokemon Yellow. It's more like nostalgia based because people play the games and then they hear us recap and, and then they maybe have some memories. So I, I think I think that podcast goes very smoothly because it's mostly just researching what the game was. And then Matt, Matt's been really great too because I, I think, I don't know if it's in Matt's nature to like naturally kind of take on the responsibility of, of, of maybe recapping some of the things. Um, I think I asked him to do it once, but now we kind of share that <laughs> responsibility as we're doing the show, and I think that works great because we just bounce off. Um, I'm gonna go to the next question here in the chat. Oh, actually, Matt, did you want to say something? Oh, I was just gonna say you're you're pretty correct that like I like to recap things because you know I enjoy narratives in games. So uh, either praising or being snarky at a narrative <laughs> is a very fun thing to do for me. 
Fair, fair enough. Um, Roos Alex asks, um, would you have done anything different knowing what you know now versus four years ago when you started? Okay. (laughs) Okay. Would I have anything? anything? I'm sure there's something I would have done differently. Does it have to be related to the podcast? (laughs) (laughs) I would have a different career path, okay? (laughs) I would would become the pro gamer I was always meant to be. Um, No. Uh, Would I have done anything different? But because now that you've said that, Matt, I'm thinking... uh, philosophically um so yeah i'll get back to you in 20 minutes but no i i would say it's one of those things where the things that i tried and failed i learned from so i don't necessarily want to disregard like the attempt of the aoe one like history podcast um that was kind of the beginning of the age of empire podcast where it was just me trying to do solo shows and like research some of the history I personally think those are some of my worst shows um, because they're individual shows. Like later on, I had a couple people and then it, then it went a little better. But individual shows were one very hard. That's a realization to me is that specifically podcasting by yourself is very difficult. Um, but part of me also felt that those were important in the sense that if I hadn't tried those things, like I wouldn't really know how I felt about them. Um and as well, I think there's another part of me that's like, if I ever do those again, and I think like uh, Boxer Saint and I tried to do a history one. Um, and I think that show wasn't bad, actually, because we both kind of brought a little bit. But I had the realization that I'm like, okay, if I were to actually seriously do an AOE history podcast, I would need to be preparing. What, what's the university rule? Three to one, right? So if I'm doing a one hour podcast, I need to probably spend three hours of my week beforehand, like actually preparing knowing all the historical facts and knowing have a general knowledge of that thing. Um, so I think that's one thing, right? Is like, if I'm going to do a history show, I need to put the extra time into it. Um, someone like said, uh, anime, right? Would there be an ASAP with the anime podcast? I think it will, it's bound to happen eventually. However, once again, I think that show that I'm going to do would be something that is either once a month or once every two months. And it would be a research show where I take something I like from an anime, some kind of, you know, human thing, some kind of, uh, political thing, maybe some kind of philosophical thing, and then use that as a basis to talk about those things. And and I think that's kind of, you know, one of those things. Uh, there was the Rune Terror thing that I tried, like, on and off. And it was really cool, because one, one of the guys from Action Esports, right? He's working for Action Esports. He's doing those YouTube videos. Um, he, he was on with me, Nikita. Um, and that was really cool, because I really enjoyed talking to him. But I think what that helped me realize is that there's like i've done this for a while but burnout is a very real thing and especially as you're trying new things you get really excited about those things but then it's like are you going to keep doing this like regularly are you going to have a social life are you going to go talk to people in real life uh which which i couldn't do right with these shows that i do now like most of these shows i don't have that extra pressure or stress like it's not shows that like take out away from me from my general energy right um there are things that i do that i go to i enjoy and i don't really stress or worry about them um but i think what i realized there it's like there's a reason that the the other shows have been once a month right they switch to once a month formats right the rock league one i've stuck just because it was the first one like it's our longest running one that we've done the weekly shows uh but even as you'll see kind of going to the future of the year is i'll be i'll be i'll be only appearing twice a month right there'll be a change they'll be doing there um and with boxer saint right i know we were joking at the beginning of the show about the announcement um uh or i mean sorry totally seriously yeah you kicked me off but uh the <laughs> idea is i want more more for the age of empires because i feel like 
I feel like there's enough in the Age of Empires community, especially the game and like what we haven't dived into to have shows twice a month. But I know like personally, it would be too much for me if I was on those shows as well, right? Yeah, not super smart yeah. to do that and not and not risk burnout. Um, yeah. And it's, it's also, I know it's hard to also relieve some of that creative um, initiative and hand it off. So um, that's kind of your baby and you're giving me your baby and I, I might drop it. But it'll bounce up. We'll be good. I'll, I'll take care of them. As a thick skull. Um, you said you had how many children? Uh, two, two, two. Oldest one is five. So he's he's made it. He's got his knees. His knees are all bruised up. He's got a big scar on his back this week. Uh, but he made it. We live a rough life here. He went to, this is, I'll do an aside. He went to karate last night for the first time. But he wore his jujitsu gi, and then all the instructors at karate were like, "This is his first time in," and they're like, "This does he do jujitsu?" Almost like, "Why is this awesome kid here? He should not be in karate. He should be wrestling people to death." <laughs> that's how we. That's how we run our life here. That's great. That's great. Um, awesome. One, one thing oh. to ask you um, as a, a thing that you might have changed: Did you end up buying that axe card way back when? I Would I have bought Axe Coin? No, the Axe card. Basically, Axe Coin. No, that was it, the joke. It was Axe Coin. Okay, so <laughs> Axe Coin. For reference, <laughs> the Steam Market, like the cards in Artifact were on the Steam Market, and people were this buying is... like the most expensive card and then trying to make it like sell. But then because people stopped playing the game, the value of it dropped. Just um, It was NFTs. Just yeah, I was about NFTs. to say, like, this, this just sounds like NFTs, but on the Steam Marketplace. Yep. <laughs> um... We're talking about the uh, sorry. I'm just gonna like real quick. We we currently have started up using uh, a sound editor again. Your boy Hunty was great, by the way. Your boy Hunty, I have full respect to you. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I think it's one of those things where where it's tough because I think uh, Hunty has so much other things going on, um, and I think as well like one of the things that I was thinking about is like I feel at this point Hunty's been around so long, but. There's something about having someone you completely don't know, like a stranger doing the sound editing, that is nice because like the um the interactions is is like way less personal, right? Um so you're able to say, like, hey, can I have this? And then the show releases a little more uh quicker. I don't want to force Hunty in that, right? Because like when when Hunty started, he was a volunteer, right? Um and then for a little bit, um I was I was able to pay him a bit, but then it also stopped making sense uh with with kind of how the podcast was going so that was that was a whole thing in and of itself um but yeah no we except for, except for okay in the most recent episode there wasn't a sound editor because what happened like did we just not use zencaster like what happened yeah Wabs. we were in discord because zencaster has been iffy when we have the four person shows with that yes. set of people <laughs> okay well i guess the first thing is to find a program we can record with that isn't zencaster yeah. that works with four people or like it seems it works fine for us right now, so mm-hmm. uh, that'll be something that we'll keep in mind. No, but like Hunt, Hunty was great. I mean, we had Hunty on last year as well. Uh, his, his brother as well. That was really fun because um, I believe Wabs didn't you uh, donate a whole bunch on behalf of me? I mean, uh, I don't know what was the yes, joke I did. that I was I doing. Did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It I, was wa- I, don't I, remember I pretend- how much it was, but sorry. The re- here's the secret revealed from from the Hunty and um, Ty Ty. Uh, uh, um, uh oh I'll, I'll respond to that in a second honey uh yeah but but uh not ty swoogles but ty was a skywalker 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 yeah 
Snywalker, um, which is Hunty's brother. Um, I went to his stream and pretended to be Wabs for like a month. <laughs> <laughs> like this is like uh, I, I I subscribe to and all, everything is hilarious, um, and he like thought he was interacting webs and it just made me laugh. Uh, yeah, Hunty. Yeah, Nakalai was overrun with stuff. And I, it worked out great. That, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have I I have like absolute adoration for Hunty. And like the mm. reality was, we needed a break where we didn't have the audio editor. Um, just as we were kind of reformatting the Patreon, reformatting all those things. So, um, and then when I when I eventually found something that made sense, uh, we we got sounded again um yeah, yeah you didn't hunting, know that yeah, yeah that's the reveal hunting yes yes it was me pretending was me. to be wabs <laughs> i didn't know about it until after all of it was done and the final donation was sent <laughs> amazing amazing um if you have any questions like this is a good time now to ask them because this is gonna be mostly like a random question thing uh we have one question that i did see from earlier questions that we're gonna start with if we don't get anything in the chat um and it's by our producer. Yeah. Does anyone know who the producer is? <laughs> do we have a producer? I didn't know we had a producer, so uh, we, we, producer. we don't. The joke the joke is, is there's this guy that used to be on our uh Rocket League. Uh, the joke is if there's a name for this podcast, it's the joke is. Uh that that's what I've been uh, pl- explaining jokes. That's a great podcast. Um the yeah, uh we have a we have a, a friend of ours that was on the show for a year or so, Tim. Uh, who in the Rocket League questions is the only person, well, not the only person, but he's someone who overruns us with Rocket League questions. But it's usually not Rocket League's questions, it's usually like business questions. Uh, so that's, like, you gotta tell Ty, yeah. yeah, yeah, tell Ty, yeah, tell Ty that I was pretending to be What's wild. your commercial throughput in the first financial quarter? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll, we'll throw this out to everyone because I, th- I think this will work. I think this will be fine. Um, so Tim's question is, and he says it's a long question, so... We need our listening ears, everybody. Uh, in a slight departure from Rocket League, which I'm sure any of our Pokemon or Rocket or sorry, Age of Empires listeners uh, will be grateful. I don't think I've, I've monopolized this in any any way. I think it's been a very general Q and A. Uh, the quest for someone or something to be first is often over- chosen over being right or being good. Which, I mean, if that doesn't like you know tell us the tale of this podcast, I mean, I don't know what will. Um, <laughs> Do you know the joke there, Wabs? Have you figured it out? Our quest yes. is to the first podcast, <laughs> not necessarily the best podcast. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway. that, that's before we even started the the ASAP. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? Wow. No, that, what, that, what I just completely first? forgot about that. That was like four and a half years ago. How do you expect me to remember that? We 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 were supposed to be the first uh, the first um, artifacts podcast. We were weren't we supposed to be the best. We, I think we were the first. Yeah, that was literally it. That's what I was going that, for. And then we were, hopefully through that practice, through that like month, we yeah. weren't the first. Were we not? I don't know. I don't remember. I thought we were. Uh, because yes, we did it yeah. two weeks beforehand. We might, might have been the second. All right. Yeah, yeah. We were smart. <laughs> we did it in the pre-release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Business savvy us. Um, all right. Which games or companies do you think focus on releasing first, like the individual game? Uh, so much that they miss the mark when it comes to quality. So do uh, this is a this is actually a great general like video game mm. question. I think anyone can answer. Um, yeah, do we have any company or specific games that you think of like? Oh, they're literally just trying to release it first. I'm gonna start game and Bobby. Oh, okay. Well, we'll talk about it in a second. <laughs> I'm gonna start because I want to actually segue this to Box just saying. But I had a feeling like with AOE four, it kind of felt like that. It felt like they released a game that wasn't even done. They just wanted to release it because it was like the anniversary or whatever. I don't know if Box just agree with me. I don't know. They did do that. I don't know if that's why. I think mm-hmm. arriving to market first 
rather than best is important. And mm-hmm. historically, you can look at in different areas, like everybody wants a Band-Aid. We don't care about the brand, but that's that's a brand. Band-Aid is a brand, but it's synonymous with the little strip. Uh, there's Tylenol. You know, if I got a headache, I want some Tylenol. I don't need the brand Tylenol, but I'm not going to use the whole, you know, chemical name of whatever the, the mixture is. Isn't that ibuprofen? So, yeah, probably, <laughs> probably ibuprofen. Um, so I think there's value in getting there first rather than being the best. That being said, I feel like video games today, because they can release and then patch on the internet they don't worry about quality at all and the, it doesn't i don't know that sales suffer that much because what else are we going to buy you know age four came out am i going to put my money towards company of heroes instead like they're not coming out for a year and a half so uh i think i think it's just companies are getting relaxed and they don't have to have the quality on the front end they can patch mm. it on the back end there are still Huge issues, I think, in age four, just quality of life stuff that should have happened, uh, that would have had to have happened for age two because it was 1998 and half of your your buyers or less had internet, so you couldn't do subsequent patches. That's fair. That's fair. Matt, what did you want to say about Game Freak? Well, I think we can. I, I think anyone who's ever watched any footage of Scarlet and Violet or Sword and Shield or. Arceus, or pretty much any Pokemon game that's come out in the last, like, five years, could tell that, like, there were maybe... There was maybe a final pass or 12 that were skipped um, before (laughs) before release. (laughs) No, I think that's fair. It's just like, you know, when we look at the sun, the frame rate drops down to 12, but that's... It's fine. It's not zero. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's 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 the setting of low expectations, I guess. Why these games or these companies can get away with just releasing first, right? I mean, to, I would actually add to this point a little bit because I think specifically to uh, Tim's question is when we say releasing first, specifically when it comes to like games. Um, I think it's tough too because you also have to think of new genres in order to be like the first to release in the genre. Like that's a big thing, right? When 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 Fortnite came out, like the battle royale genre, like everybody released those games afterward because that was like, oh, we we we've tapped into something that used to be H one H one Z one, right? And then PUBG and then Fortnite, right? But it seems it's interesting because all those seem to like have replaced each other. Like I would say right now, surprisingly, I think Apex is like still really huge, right? Yep. Um, and it was one of the last ones to release where I think they actually chose the quality over quantity. The thing is they don't get the initial bump. Like they might get, they actually did get a little bit of fad, I think like for the two weeks that, that, that as they release. Um, but now it seems like one of those games that a lot more people go back to it. Right. As opposed to the other ones. I mean, it's also region dependent. I think a country mm-hmm. dependent, like, like I think PUBG, for instance, is way more popular um, in certain, certain countries than others. Right. Um, I'm thinking like New Zealand, Australia, like for, for some reason there was like a bigger scene for that specific game that stuck, stuck around. Um, and I, I don't really know what, why that is. Um, but I think, I think in some ways being first actually has to do with creativity of like what new genre of game you're creating, right? Like fall guys is basic platforming with friends. It's like Jack in a box with friends, but uh, kind of, I don't know. They, they it, found it, something there. Old, like, um, it's just Mario Party, but only you know, the it's games all those and... like wipeout type game yeah. shows yeah, yeah, that yeah, you yeah, can yeah. play with your friends. Yes, yes. And yes. 
all the characters are little blobs so you don't feel bad about getting like whacked across the face and sent cartwheeling into like exactly. oblivion yeah so so what, i guess you, i guess the point is is like i don't think them fighting the genre is necessarily the bad thing i think it's the fact that when there's a new fad some of these games instead of relying on quality to kind of beat out the competition competition they they try to go for uh being the first ones to release like whatever this new mechanic or this new idea is yeah i would also argue that um it's often a common argument that like these days game developers release very broken games to the intention that they can fix them later which is true to an extent but older games are a lot more broken than a lot of people give them credit for (laughs) oh that's a fair point that's a fair point like um it's just a lot of them aren't as a lot of the problems with old games aren't as widespread because you know we didn't have a robust internet culture when those came out Mm. like uh i think the current any percent ocarina of time speed run involves changing the cartridge to like (laughs) (laughs) change the game state with another game and then you go back to Ocarina of Time, and then you're just in Ganon's castle. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That, That's that incredible. Is <laughs> Actually, to your point, because there's also a comment here from Chaos Maker, I can tell you my eight-year-old doesn't care about the glitches or quality issues. And I think that's another thing to keep in mind, right? Like, as as we're older, we're all, like, very critical about all these things. But I think the games themselves... Um, I think that fun factor at the end of the day is so big too, right? Like all those old games, the glitches were features and not bugs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now you know, maybe maybe because the standard's so high and they release so frequently, it's tough too because they ask. I think the biggest reasons that as adults we get so negative about some of these things is that the asking price for games now is eighty dollars, right? For like a triple A game, and as soon as that's the asking price, you're like, I don't well, know. I mean, <laughs> even that, even that too, because like. Uh, by inflation, we were paying more for games when we were kids, but we weren't paying for the games. Mm. So, uh, we didn't really have the impression of like, oh, I've lost all this money. Um, you also like have a lot more free time as a kid, so you know, if you had to redo a section because your character fell through the world, you're just laughing at the fact your character fell through the world, not like, oh, I only have 20 more minutes before my laundry's done. Um, yeah. <laughs> I want to finish this level. <laughs> I'm not worried Amazing. about bugs as much. Uh, like I, the new AOU4 pup came out, and Beastie Cutie found a bug in one of the buildings that spawns a random unit every okay. 30 seconds. If you, um, like, if you tear the building down and rebuild it, or want to pack it up and unpack it with Mongols, uh, it spawns the same unit again. So you can like spam. You can choose your <laughs> unit. Wow. You can micro. <laughs> That's a bug. Who would find that in testing? That's a silly thing. I get that. What bothers me is more like features. Like H4, you couldn't remap your keys for nine months. Like, why? How is that? How was that on the backlog of like, oh, we'll get to that just whenever. Like, just put that in. Put that in the game. It's yeah, like, no, those are the things that bother me more than, than mm-hmm. bugs and glitches. And I think I think it's maybe it has to do with our hope for success for some of these games. Like I think AOE four was hyped so much, right? That that there there's there's a certain association that how much Microsoft is going to support it has to do with how much um, how much people like it, and we we kind of see these things as the reason people aren't playing the game, right? When probably in reality the 
RTS pool at this point is so much smaller than it used to be of people who actually want to play RTS games. I I I enjoy watching RTS games, right? Um, but especially when there's a new RTS game, it's like it's a, ro- a lot of work. That I mean, I probably have you know 10, 10 years or whatever of off and on playing these games where I can somewhat easily get into these new games. But like, if someone's played Fortnite, like a kid's played Fortnite for the last five years, like I don't think they're gonna be like, yes, let me learn how to control every unit in this army. This sounds like a fun thing where I'm gonna have to practice for an hour. Um, oh man, I can't wait to memorize build orders. <laughs> yes. yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's very fair that's very uh, fair this is exactly like homework yay <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, think, gamers. I do think with rts there's a different there's two different groups that play rts's there's the build order nerds like myself that want to get competitive i want to play as as best as possible then there's also i think a larger group that's kind of silent that wants a creative mode they want custom mods they want custom scenarios and i think that's where a lot of we we went over a video on this on the podcast and i think we shared a link um some dude some starcraft dude summarized it pretty well if that's what people that's what keeps a game an rts game with longevity it's having that creative mode having that mod access having a built-in mod component um that age two had that i think starcraft had um and some of the other games looking at like, like halo that was big in halo as well right like the yeah even the, yeah even first person shooters um that have yeah. that have more longevity you get custom uh, halo had a lot of like the griff ball like, that was one of my favorite modes in halo and i think it was somebody's custom game that they put into the, the main so, so that's the that's what Empire i think companies had don't an think entire about. like giant modding scene that involved you know turning it into halo rts <laughs> <laughs> i respect that i respect that you mean halo wars no <laughs> no no, no. <laughs> just like uh, like space battles yeah, it was yeah. quite good the flood were terrifying amazing um <laughs> i'm just gonna continue here uh let's let's there's like 50 questions in tim's question here but uh, i'm gonna end it with the last part of it which i think we can we can answer um what deserves kind of bouncing off this more credit for an industry or genre being successful uh the one that came first uh, like the first thing that inspired the genre or the one that implemented it correctly afterward? I would go for the second. And why is that? Um, history is full of the like or examples of different genres or mechanics or trying, trying new ideas. Mm-hmm. But uh, if they don't like do it correctly they often just kind of get relegated to the waste bin of history and you know people mm-hmm. will pick them out years later and be like oh you know that's when that first came out um mm-hmm. but it's really the thing that you know does it correctly that everyone always like really remembers and like there it's not to discourage you know trying new things but i just think that there's more credit to trying a new thing and doing it well than trying a new thing and not succeeding. Mm. I don't even know if that part is necessarily true, though, because uh, I, one of the biggest things here is honestly going to be advertising for it, and that's just you know, the world we live in, and we know that that's yeah, true. Yeah. Um, because, and I'm going to use this example of Dota Auto Chess and TFT, and both of those were very full, complete games. Auto Chess was just a mod in Dota that was um, completely finished, and it was usable, it was good, it was a little bit janky in very small ways, but the real problem was that it was in the Dota engine, 
and it was using Dota characters, and Dota isn't the most appealing visually thing, uh, if you're, you know, being honest. Um, it's like the, you know, it, it's what Riot did best and what Riot has always done best as a company, where they take a game that exists and they make it look incredible, make it look appealing, and make it accessible to everybody, and then just kind of wipe out a lot of the bugs. Um, CSGO Valorant, uh, Dota 2 Auto Chess and TFT, Dota and League, you could go back further with Warcraft 3 on that one if you wanted to. Um, but that's just what Riot has always done, and that's the advertising bit. Because those two games were competing, Dota 2 Auto Chess and TFT, and then TFT just took it. Dota 2 was the first, Auto Chess was the first one, but um, TFT clearly took that over. Yeah, I, I give more I credit don't... to the originals, even if they're not remembered. But like, we don't, we don't have... was the best... I, mean, I never, I never played H1Z1. I never played PUBG. But I know we don't have Fortnite. We don't have Apex. We don't have Warzone without those. Mm -hmm. uh, because Call of Duty, they're going to keep doing that. These bigger corporations become very risk-averse. And they're going to keep making the same damn Call of Duty for the next 30 years. And they do not make Warzone unless they see Fortnite's good and Fortnite's not good unless H1Z yeah. and PUBG happens. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I mean, it, it's it's tough because like sometimes the first adopters are the ones that make it su super like big, and then sometimes mm -hmm. it's not the case. Sometimes it's like they give the idea to someone else who can do it better, right? And so, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I think what I'm thinking of is less, you know, the ones who just do the exact same thing, but like with slightly better presentation, yeah, um, and advertising. I'm thinking more of like. They take an idea that didn't really like work mm. in its first iteration. Mm. I I don't know why I'm struggling to think of an example off the top of my head, but uh, I know they are out there where they take something that didn't work in its first iteration, but they uh, put it into something that actually like you know really meshes with that mechanic and uh, allows it to really shine as it should have. I've got a follow up question: What games do you? not understand why nobody's making another version of like for me it's nfl blitz what happened to nfl blitz why don't i still have that somewhere where i can just button smash and drop kick somebody on the football field <laughs> like, what, what are you guys like why did this get dropped uh oh i'm gonna well, clearly because blood bowl took off so <laughs> i have not played blood bowl is it pretty good I actually haven't played it. <laughs> I'm a big Warhammer. I'm a big Warhammer guy, but yeah, I'm also a big Warhammer guy. But I've just never gotten around to playing it. I mean, it's stuff. I think I think certain games fill certain niches, and I think one of probably the reasons that some of these even smaller spinoffs or bigger games don't get renewed at some point is because we have beyond oversaturate some of these genres, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I think there's something to how little like i think the fact that for instance nintendo has three big ips right is that is that fair we got we got we got what mario zelda pokemon am i missing one here metroid okay okay i wouldn't three call big metroid mainstream a big mainstream <laughs> okay i want it to be a big property. in my heart but metroid like, was, actually, for sure. i think um, it still is it just doesn't have games coming out that's my that's my theory okay <laughs> Their pl the platformer was decent, um, but it's pretty good. But really good. <laughs> I was gonna say the um, 
maybe the reason some of those games do so well with scarcity as in they only release like a game in that specific ip every couple like a year or two years i think helps to it because there isn't games that are quite like it right like i think say what you want about the pokemon genre i don't think there's any specific like one-to-one like i don't digimon like i don't know i don't know like what you would do where it would have enough competition for me to like seriously be like okay now this is the thing that everyone has decided is better and we're going to do this version of this right um which i think sometimes is in some game genres like rts for instance like i don't know if rts's can get to a point like are we gonna ever make a better game you know like i we can make different games but i don't know if any of these games are so much better that i like all of a sudden everybody joins that and this is like the new rts everyone plays right um with rocket league i think rocket league is unique in its own bubble and there's it, there's a plus side that it's so individual right that it's a very individual unique kind of setup for a game right um just just with what you have to learn but the problem is is because there isn't that many games that are similar to it you can't draw upon those fan bases as well so so yeah i guess that's something i keep in mind yeah i it's not exactly what you're talking about where like they stop making these kinds of games but like Mm -hmm. one type of game that i love but never never like takes off and nobody and like sales are always disappointing for our um like immersive sims you know like dishonored um Mm -hmm. uh Prey, uh, just Deathloop last year. Um, they always get a huge amount of critical acclaim. They're all they've always got these like iconic levels that are these like masterpieces of level design, and nobody plays them. <laughs> <laughs> they just watch the one person who plays them. You know that's usually yeah. how it ends yeah, up. They, like they watch <laughs> they watch uh, Stealth Gamer BR just like jump across the level assassinating everyone without being seen yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. i'm gonna get to what awesome is said here as well uh just kind of to our kind of old games talk as well um a lot of people also don't appreciate how easy it is to mod newer games as well since most older games you had to do all kind of things why would people not appreciate how easy it is to mod i think i think I think if it's easy to mod your game in the game, I think that's actually very good. I don't think I don't think yeah. for me personally, I don't think third party is necessarily the way to go. Although, you know, because that just to me that and I don't know if this is this is true, but it me smells a little bit of like el- el- elitism. El- el- what am I trying to say here? Elitism. Yeah, I can't say I, that word for something. I, I think there's a little bit of truth there that mm-hmm. um, people can have this perception of a lot of older games having uh, like you know oh there was these big modder scenes but a lot of those were created deliberately by the developers yeah. you know mm. it wasn't like people just cracked the source code one day in a lot of these cases a lot of them are uh tools that the developer made like um bethesda releases their creation kit every time that they release a game uh you know starcraft uh really opens it up for the community so age age two has a mod kit that's installed with your software i didn't know that until like two weeks ago (laughs) yeah i thought that was insane yeah yeah uh so we get a lot of mods today for games that don't explicitly you know come with support uh so we have these i guess to you know it is easy today to be like oh you know mod support's so easy but it's it's easy to forget it is a deliberate thing that developers have to make. 
yeah. in a lot of the cases to have these really vibrant modding scenes, not just like, oh, we just changed, uh, you know, model swap or uh, uh, yeah. changed the font from Times New Roman to Arial. <laughs> <laughs> the best change. This is part of why I advocate so much in like in Rocket League, at least for a um, in-game and in the software modding thing, because like things like Bach is mod and um, all of the injectors and stuff that you know like Lethemir does and the other map creators, um, that stuff is incredible. But nobody can play it easily. You have to go through a third-party software. You have to get an injector. You have to try and figure it out. You have to do some troubleshooting because there's inevitably going to be problems. And if they just had a actual mod support that was a tab in the game, then it would be open to everyone. And like, you can look at, I don't even know how many genres of games Warcraft 3 developed just by existing as a modding scene and having such an open modding, uh, open like modding ability. Um, yeah, there were tons of tons of things that just came from that. And I think there was a prior one that was also, like Warcraft 3 might've also been a mod of, um, and not having this open ability of modding, not having all of that, not having things just being there and being simple and being accessible, um, I think is one of the biggest uh, mistakes that, it, that larger companies, at least now, are, are making, I guess. Now, there is also the interesting point of view um that there are genres of games where mods can be more controversial yeah and this is another bit of why i think that in-game stuff is even more important because like look at wow (laughs) yeah no like i was i was i was building up to that (laughs) because i play i play 14 but i've also played a bit of wow as well and like the difference between mod acceptance between those two games is wild it's a it's honestly disgusting um just like what what the screens look like at this point is just so unaccessible to anybody who doesn't have this massive list of mods and they're an expected thing that you have to have otherwise people will get mad at you and if you don't have them you're not meeting your quotas and you're not doing all the things and you literally can't do the, the battles sometimes if you don't have these these mods because they'll time they'll tell you what the the stuff is and they're building the games expecting you to have these mods and add-ons but they're not a base thing that's in the game you have to go to third-party software for it yeah yeah um that's why that's why i prefer 14 because you know i can do my raids in peace knowing that they actually tell me all the information i need to yeah, you don't you don't need all these third party things. You know, I, I don't need a third party mod drawing a map on my screen in real time <laughs> to show me where to stand. Yep, <laughs> because there's seventy two different lasers pointing in different <laughs> directions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I'm gonna say what wows. What do I usually say once we've answered a question? Question. I forget what answered. the second word is. It's answered. Just answered. I just answered. answered. I deleted it. I deleted it. I say answered. I deleted it. It's gone. I wasn't sure uh, if you said answered or deleted. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, I think maybe at this point in the show, because we're kind of, we're kind of, uh, I hope everyone's enjoying it. I hope, I hope like this kind of general video game topics. I'm like, now, now my mind's already rolling. ASAP Weekly Video Game Podcast. It's already, <laughs> already spinning here, right? General, general video game stuff. Um, that wouldn't be an oversaturated market at all. Uh, 
but I mean, I mean, I think Boxer Saint would fit right in. I think visually, like, like yeah. I think the rest of us would have to catch up. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, I'll, we could do, I'll we could do some get, offline like, stuff. No, I think Boxer Saint glasses with like horizontal <laughs> lines get, through. Them. I'll get you guys in touch with my tailor. I'll get you. Some- <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, let me know. Let me know. Yeah, merch. We we have merch. Apparently, apparently, that's yeah. We have hats. We have hats that dogs wear. And they look really cool. That is true. Um, but uh, it's not to say that a human can't wear them. It's just we have some fun photos. Of people putting <laughs> no, it's illegal for humans to wear them. If you if a human wears any of our merch, uh, the police will be by momentarily. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, so um, no, but I think we're at a point in the show where I think I should leave it now up to the three kind of you know co-hosts of mine from the different shows here to ask some we'll say daring questions all right we're, we're four years in all right is there is there something that you're really curious about that you can stump me specifically to do with the podcast okay i'm not gonna i'm not gonna tell you about other stuff um but i'm gonna i'm gonna leave it to the host here i mean we could talk about romance corner a little bit is romance corner con- considered part of the podcast that's what i was gonna ask okay okay so Make the official divide. Is it a part of the podcast or is it just for patrons and pre-show? Well, no, I've made it for patrons and pre-show over time, right? So Romance Corner was a really dumb idea that I had, but I thought it was very heartwarming and intriguing. But parasocial relationships and saying way too much about yourself on podcasts is a bad idea. Uh, and so slowly transitioned from being part of a part of the Rock League show to now just being part of the Patreon. Um, but the... Uh, I don't know. I think Romance Corner is great. I think if it was ever to become a quote-unquote official podcast, it would be less personal and be more like in this situation, in a relationship, <laughs> what should you do? And then we discuss it. I think I think that upper upper tier potential for a podcast. Here, here I can solve the podcast for you. Uh, in this tier of relationship, what do you do? Step one, talk with your partner. <laughs> and and don't well, lie it's very clear yeah, as to what you're yeah, talking about ta- yeah talk to your don't partner be scared, don't scared say exactly what you're I've thinking solved relationships <laughs> this is great this is great all right uh so there you go there you have it. it's now only a patreon exclusive okay uh and i'm sorry i spoiled everything there yeah you spoiled the podcast <laughs> right we can't we can't do another that was 200 one. episodes worth of content that was 200 <laughs> Uh, Boxer Saint, you got any any uh, you know tough hitting questions to hit me with here? What's your, what's your end game? When do you stop this? You know, when do I stop this? Years, ten years down the road, you're ten years older. Are you too old to be running twenty podcasts? Or I I deal? think I think at some point I think I can maintain a once a week schedule at some point. Um, I don't know what that will mean for the podcast specifically, but I think that is a realistic thing to continue doing. Uh, regardless of, of whether the community grows or not grows, I think that is realistic for me to record one show a week. I think I can keep that going specifically. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be the same show. It could be the same show. What it will look like, that's another matter. I think very comfortably. Um, obviously, I think uh, there are certain things that I've probably kept. Um, I probably am at a point where there's also part of me that wants the quality of the people, like the people who are on the show to be actively involved in the thing that they're talking about. Right. And for me, as, as we were talking about earlier in the show, like some of the times, like I don't have the time uh, to be as involved with these, these games as I, I, I think I should be for the sake of the show. Right. Um, and so that's why you'll probably start seeing more guests and more other things. Um, 
Except for Pokemon, which I can close my eyes and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll keep doing that show. We can do that show till forever, Matt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's because I mean, like, show- we, can, we, we can do it without even any new Pokemon games coming out. We can just make up new Pokemon games. We know the formula. Well, uh, I was- yes, you uh, walk through a field. <laughs> and, uh, you come across an old man with a bag and he gives you three Pokeballs. <laughs> Um, but the reason I say that is because, like, I think with that specific thing, we can format it to be a twice a year show, or it can become a <laughs> once a year show and be very practical to do for the next 30, 40 years. Okay, so yeah. um, with some of the other ones that are involved with these games, I think, I think, uh, and actually, this will right, bu- jump right into what Chaos Makers asked. Um, uh, I think, I think it's one of those things. Well, it'll have to depend on one. Um, if I see the community growing, right. Um, then I think that will add to how much involvement I'll have with the games, right? Um, I think a big one, I think I've talked with Labs about this, but like UE5 is probably the next horizon or the next staging point for the Rocket League podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so once that is implemented, so Unreal Engine 5 is implemented into Rocket League, right? And the modding community will, can actually, actually go back to our earlier thing, can actually be part of the game. Um, I think that'll be a point where we'll probably go all out for however long we can and see if see if there's something big we can do go from there i think that'll be probably a big staging point uh i think age of empires is is very solid but as you're seeing boxers saying right like i am i am down to be there once a month right but if i need that regular content it's not going to be me that's on these shows so i think in the future eventually eventually a lot of these shows will be i'll be more the manager right uh and my the amount that i'll actually be on shows will be less but i think they'll be fine right um, and by by less, I mean four shows a, a month. Yeah, as we'll, we'll to just transition uh, the Pokemon podcast to be me and Tristan talking about Final Fantasy fourteen or whatever <laughs> game we're playing at the time. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, so to, to chaos makers, do you have any thoughts on trying to advertise more and grow the community? Uh, I joined the Discord because of the podcast, but stuck around for the community. Yeah, the community I think is absolutely great. Um, I I think that's another big thing that's been driving the podcast, right? Uh, apart from just like you know me speaking to my friends as i joked about every week um i think one of the reasons specifically the rock league show has kept up so much or done like continued throughout the thing is the fact that we've had a community behind it as well right um and it it's it has to do with stretching me because like i think things like game nights and tournaments are really important for the community specifically where all the people from the community go and play the game right together um but i think it stretches me personally to do a lot of those things like a box is saying like we were talking about age of empires too right we have the tournaments and i think those are really important to have like once a month or once every two months right um um, but on top of it, it's like I need to be realistic as well, right? Um, I think as well as when my situation career-wise stabilizes, right? When I have some sense of what my future will be, and a lot of those things are, we'll say, automated, right? I can also probably put in more, a little more money into the podcast. I, there is a certain amount I'm not going to go above, but I, I can probably put a little more uh, just so that some things are automated, right? Like those tournaments, like some, having someone run a tournament every month, right? That has our branding and everything. Um, for a certain amount of money like that that might be a way to do those things and have the community involved um but i would like the thing to grow right but i'm also a little realistic a lot of these things that succeed are hobbies that then there is of whatever reason a big spike and then it becomes something you can potentially pursue as i'll call it a side hustle then quote unquote a career right later on um but until those things happen, I think just being consistent is really important. The fact that we've been around for four years is really important. By the way, thank you, Loganator, for uh, the happy four years. Thank, thank you so much for the love. Um, but yeah, it's, it's one of those things where 
I would like to see it grow. I'd like to do more advertising. I'd like to do more regular content. But what I've realized, and especially like, for instance, with guests, right? Every time there's a guest on, it doesn't necessarily... Very rarely do I feel like the guests necessarily bring in so many people that that it makes a, a big jump, right? And maybe an accumulation of guests might might start seeing gradual increases. Um, but the trends for me have been pretty regular, like pretty consistent um, for a lot of the shows, um, whether it's slight curve up, big curve up, small curve up, summertime. Like, it, 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 like if I go year over year, there's certain periods that it's always less of or more of. Um, I think... I think December is the funniest month because <laughs> because <laughs> you can get like right at the beginning of December, you can get less people. But then like when it's like Christmas break, you get more people because like people have more time to like think about listening to podcasts. Although you have the counter thing where it's like if there's too much vacation going on, people aren't like busing or like driving for long periods of time to work because they're on vacation. It's a regular vacation time. So they might not be listening to the show. But yeah, hopefully that answers your, your thing. Uh, Cast maker ads here. Them just a single except Discord with all different games in one place would make the community grow. They, ooh, I like this. Um, I honestly forget about the AOE Discord community, but probably hop in more if the community was all in one place. It's not a bad idea. It's tough for me though. Wabs, do you have do you have any thoughts on this? As I, I think, think about what my answer is, I would probably say it'd be a decent idea. Like it'd actually be a pretty good idea, and then we could just add um, hidden like role based um sections of the the discord which i think is relatively easy to do we already have that set up with a couple rules yeah oh, it's it's, it's one of those things though the the only thing that i concern myself is i if i add everyone in in the rock league discord about a rock league thing is like a certain knowing, knowing people that are like in age of empires mm-hmm. right or are there in pokemon that's the biggest reason to well, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't. We don't have anyone Pokemon, right, Matt? Yeah, no. The current Pokemon Discord is basically just uh, the three of us sitting around. <laughs> I have three Discords. Have One of them is just us because <laughs> 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 I haven't invited anyone to it, and I, I have thought about it. But because you know, I respect Matt, and this is just us hanging out. Uh, I've, I. There's a, Pokemon's a big enough community. Okay, they don't need an individual <laughs> community, another individual community uh, like ours. You can automate roles, so then you can just mm-hmm. at AOE players or just at Rocket League players. Just set up a special right. role for me, you are not, so we can only see one channel where we just remind each other about <laughs> podcast times. <laughs> just, you're the only two that see it. You know, maybe someone else would have administrative privileges. I don't even know. Remember if Wabs has administrative privileges at this point? I think um, I do. <laughs> do you have like? Do you have like destroy the server privileges? No, I, I think only one person has that. Um, um, yes, only one person has that. Yeah, but uh, it'll just be like you'll go in, and everyone else like sees like you know we'll have like a mass of like all the things. Actually, this will be a good point. If anyone does listen to this, can you comment in the Discord if you'd like this, especially the AOE community, because the Rocket community, the Discord is big enough that like us adding something and then only doing specifically at Rocket League, I don't think is going to be the end of the world. And then when we have crossover shows like this, like specials like this, like and add everyone on one place, so that's not bad. Um, but I think specifically the AOE community would want to do that, um, and that would be nice. I, It'd be weird. Well, because we we just eventually have like Rock League general age. Yeah, I, I think it's doable actually. Now that I think about it, this this will be something that I'll, I'll ponder for a little bit, and then I'll see what I decide to it. Um, too much space. Hey man, too much space. Thank you so much for continued support. Yeah, all all is well. All is well. You're you're uh, joining in right at the end uh, of it here. Um, 
Okay, maybe we'll do one more. Anyone have one more? Matt, I don't know if Matt has a hard-hitting question. I don't know if any any of you three have a hard-hitting question. <laughs> I got so distracted by the previous conversation. I think I had one, but I forgot it. I, I think if anyone, any one three of you, uh, the three of you has a hard-hitting question, uh, you're gonna hit me with it, and then no, oh, okay, I've got I know one. Matt's question, okay. and yes, Matt, it is real. <laughs> What's your question? Look, I had facial hair two days ago. I just shaved. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you could only keep one podcast. That hurts. And (laughs) all the others will be lost to the wind. Like, you know, you got a new job, but it's in, like, Nunavut. And you can only, like, you can only be, like, online, like, one hour every week. <laughs> Which podcast would it be? Uh, Romance Corner. <laughs> <laughs> you two are invited. Yeah, yeah, this this is it. This is the show. This would be Romance Corner. It'd be the ASAP Weekly video game podcast where you had an hour and we have to fit in every topic and all the things that we're interested in into that one hour. That's what I would do. I would. It would be maximum efficient, maximum content packed into an hour. Actually, might make for a very fast moving show if I only have an hour limit. I'm just like talking really fast. We'll be hyped up. We'll be waving, you know, boxing Super high in the energy. background. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Tim's saying drop the RL podcast for sure. Dead game. Yeah, Tim. So, I mean, I think this is one of the reasons that I've like, I'm starting to like not want to have Tim on the Rocket League podcast. <laughs> Because uh, all Tim does is, is, if he's on the Rocket League podcast, complain about how he doesn't play Rocket League anymore. Uh, so it <laughs> it kind of makes it like he wants to talk about like the business esports size, and I like that stuff too. But I'm like, if you're just gonna trash Rocket League the whole time, like I don't think people listening to a Rocket League podcast <laughs> want to continuously hear people just but say it, they don't it like adds Rocket engagement League. for that target demographic of all the people who don't play Rocket League. <laughs> <laughs> which is good for this podcast but not good for the weekly rocket league podcast yeah but what if i want to watch a rocket league podcast but i don't play or know anything about rocket league um tim is a bot tim actually started the bots in rocket league because he wanted to get rid of it all um okay uh <laughs> i real or also real life yes the real the real life podcast is is uh, the one i'll drop no i i think it's one of those things where we're naturally i mean i've talked about i think i'm going to be managing some of these things more in the background as time goes on i think that's just the natural progression uh, but i don't think that's a bad thing necessarily and i think it'll be good because as like new opportunities arise maybe there'll be new people who are interested in doing podcasts and literally they'll just if they're good at it and i trust them which is another thing as well um but and they reach out and they're like hey it's me and my friend we want to like do a show for this i mean like that'll be just things i accept and then we'll work out how that works in the background but yeah i think i think it's good um yes the for those of you who didn't miss uh the live show here i'll be putting the vod with the audio uh, probably up tomorrow i'm gonna try to get it in tomorrow um i'll be putting that up on the youtube i think i'll put that both on the rocket league youtube and on the live youtube because uh, I have two channels now, although nobody knows about the second one. The, AJ, the AOE community has kept that second one. It's like, it's really, it's it's kind of for the AOE community, I feel, the second one. Um, but, because uh, it's it's a lot of rock, uh, AOE stuff. Anyway, um, yeah, so you, you can watch the whole VOD there, or you can just listen to the show, because it'll be out on all the feeds. Uh, shortly, um, I think this is maybe a good time 
Tim, you were featured in the show, by the way. So uh, congratulations. Yep. You just weren't on it. You just weren't <laughs> on it. I'd like to thank all our patrons who uh, help support the show uh, and uh, provide you with lovely content as uh, in the pre-show uh, th- for this episode. Um, I was desperately trying to uh, create uh, the, the images. The crop wars. Of, uh, yes, the crop wars. Yes, that's a good way to put it. 15 minutes ago. <laughs> I have some things to say about Streamlabs, but I'll, I'll digress. Uh, I'd like to thank our patrons, Zodiac22, um, Too Much Space. We got Chaos Maker, Space Bear. Uh, we got, oh my goodness, I should know this. Frank, Awesomeness, uh-huh. Raz, uh, Digital Toast, Paint, uh, Rook, your boy Hunty and Young Slug. Thank you so much for your continued support. Uh, helps us out so, so much. Um, all of you were awesome. Uh, I'd like to maybe give a moment here uh, to each of each of the co-hosts here that are on the show if they have any last things they want to say people to shout out thank their mom i don't know uh we'll go we'll go clockwise starting from boxer saying what do you what do you have to say mr uh, gatorade just shout out to my agent uh gatorade under armor all my sponsors um <laughs> the tom brady foundation kobe bryant foundation uh, all the other groups that support me and what i do uh you know we're, we're gonna keep swinging and we'll see you guys in the Age of Empires podcast. Nope, that's my agent right now. He's calling about the under armor. Oh, you got to go? Okay, okay, yeah. Uh, 500,000 or I'll walk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, that's it. I don't care. I'll, I'll change Gatorade to Powerade. I don't care. <laughs> oh, my God. I meant to mute. I'm sorry, guys. I got to hear that. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Nothing bad came through. Wabs, what's your uh, your final expression here on the fourth year anniversary? Um, I'm gonna shout out you, Zero, <laughs> and just as like the life lifeblood, the heart of the the, the network, I guess. <laughs> Not just the one blood that spills yeah. continuously. The blood that spills continuously. <laughs> <laughs> the reason started, the reason it's still going, and uh, yeah. So shout out to you. Nice, nice, uh, Matt. I'm gonna shout out Tristan for. Um, you know, being the third part of our Pokemon podcast who shows up when his work schedule doesn't uh, leave him going to bed at 4am the previous uh, night uh, or morning rather um, shout out to him for uh, when I first mentioned that I was going to be doing this Pokemon podcast he said, oh that sounds fun and I took him completely seriously and inducted <laughs> him and mostly against his will <laughs> <laughs> Uh, amazing, amazing. Uh, I also thank uh, Matt from our Age of Empire podcast. He's the other uh, reoccurring host. Um, I I do have now on the schedule. There's Matt and there's a Pokemon bracket, and there'll be like another Matt. It'll be AOE bracket. So so there you go. <laughs> um, so yeah, he he's been on. Um, uh, so thank you. I, I and he it's fun because like he's kind of we're doing the AOE four stuff a little more with Matt, and then we'll, with Boxer Team we do the AOE two stuff. So. You went to high school with me. You know I have no problem with there being other Matts. Yes, there was a lot of Matts in our high school. <laughs> I don't think anyone um, has to or can have a problem with other Matts. Yes, yes. Uh, I like to also shout out um, everyone in the chat who's watching. Thank you so much for continuously watching. I like to shout out. Um, uh, Messi and Cursor, who've been very much involved in the past year, 
Mm-hmm. Um, I would say literally as as the show's going, uh, the fact that Cursor and Messi have been around has helped the Rock League show stay consistent. And mm-hmm. now with kind of our, our scheduling kind of working out and us playing it out, um, it'll very much they'll be uh, featured prominently uh, throughout the uh, upcoming year. Um, so I'd like to thank them. I'd like to thank Elias in the show from time to time. Uh, I'd like to thank Prof, um, mm-hmm. who was a great guest. He was a, he was a coach for, for Rock League. Um, but he was a great, insightful guest. Um, Wabs, who am I missing without Ty. going too much into the weeds? Uh, Ty, Swoogles. Ty, Ty Swoogles. Yes, Ty was great. Um, the the rumor informant, the man who knows all the things in the background of the Rock yep. League scene, the shadow, the shadow puppet, master of whispers, Rock League podcast. Yes, uh, I guess let, thank Conti um, mm-hmm. for all the things that he did for the show before. Dave, since we are here, Dave, uh, shout out to Dave. Um, and then what else? What did I miss? Did I miss anyone? I think we've had people over the years, I'm sure. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Trident (laughs) and uh, Sir Cam and uh, and Mike uh, for being the reoccurring. They have the cameo role of um, former Rangers of ours. That is literally their their cameo role from time to time. (laughs) Uh, Never been on. Been mentioned multiple times. Been mentioned multiple times. Um. There's a couple of uh, AOE guys uh, that were been on and off, uh, but yeah, it, it, uh, oh my goodness, Egg. There's Egg was on the show for a little bit. Uh, there's also Chris was on the show for a little bit. So thanks for them for helping me out as well. Uh, and I think Raven, yes, uh, for the first the the first one of the ep- first episodes of the Rob and Kyle show. I don't know if if Wabs remembers. So there yes. you go, my friend. Yes, uh, she was on. And then uh, I think that's it. I think I thanked everyone, everyone watching. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we'll see you all in the future. If you have any questions, any things you want to you want to message me, you can message me either in Discord if you're in any of the discords or also uh, you can always email weeklyasap at gmail.com uh, if you have anything to add on. All right, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, Awesomeness. I hope you're doing well. Uh, we'll we'll uh, keep you. Hopefully, you have a great, great week. Your homework, should you choose to accept it, which is a staple of the Rock League thing, uh, is um, to find out if you could be as cool as Boxer saying. Can you no. get that trip? Do you have a wardrobe? <laughs> One time this week, go into your wardrobe, wear something more extravagant than you usually would wear. That's your challenge for the week. I'll, I'll, I'll save you guys the time. You can't. Yeah, I agree. But I like the homework of getting I mean, like, one day. You ha- again, you have a neon sign with like <laughs> branding on the wall. Like <laughs> that's a kidding. high bar for people to clear. Everybody's gotta have a hero, and I'm that guy. So I just yeah, want to be level. that. You're not that guy. That. You're not, well, that's <laughs> I'm not that, guy. <laughs> that guy, pal. You're not that guy. Uh it's not impossible. I agree. All right, everyone. Have a great one. We're ending the stream here. We'll see you next time on the different shows. Peace. Bye. See it. Like a boxer saying doesn't have to say it. I know. I like the <laughs> the point instead of the say. Lazero has a poster of me on his wall right now. It's off camera. I'll <laughs> show it. I've-
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.